This is Kids for Kids Radio. A podcast for kids made by kids. For kids to be exact, Merrick, Reese, Jake, and Liv. And Shaw. We also have a little brother named Shaw, but he can't really talk that great. Yeah. <laughs> Our show has stories, jokes, science, philosophy, and practical advice for fellow kiddos living in the digital world. But mostly it's just funny. Enjoy the show! I love stories. Philosophy by Jake. Hi, welcome to Jake's Philosophy Corner. Today I want to pose this question. Why do we dream? We dream because if you're not dreaming, you say to yourself, your body says, uh, I should be awake like right now. So it wakes you up. But when you are dreaming, your body is only focused on that subject. And it's not thinking about being awake at that time. It's only thinking about staying in the dream world. And it feels very fun to be in the dream world. Nightmares are, is your body either telling you, I want you to wake up, I'm scared of something. Or you watch something scary happen in a movie or in your life and you're paranoid about it, and your body remembers it at night, and while it's trying to delete everything that you've realized in the day, that's what happens when you sleep, it gives you a clear head, that comes up and it makes you think about it and you wake up, and it messes up that process. I think that it helps you cope with like, if you were having a fun day today, your brain will tell you, let's keep having that fun day, but at night in your bed, in your head. So, it basically tells you, let's think about all the good things that you like to to think about and the things that you listen to today. So, perhaps you were were a little kid and you watched stuff like Caillou that day. Then, if you really like to think about Caillou and you like to watch it, at night, you could think about it and, and go in your own world and say whatever you want him to do, do whatever you want anything to do. Basically, that's what coping with your ideas is. That happens, too. My advice is if you have a nightmare, so just just try to make your brain blink. Just think of a white screen. And then try to think of nothing, just black. And breathe in, big deep breath, and breathe out. And if you do that for long enough, you will fall asleep and have your normal old good dreams. You could get in your parents' bed, but that might make them a little angry because I do that a couple times and they end up saying, can you go back to your room? Because some people have the problem of kicking them in their sleep. And uh, I think I'm one of those people. The Basement by Merrick Williams. Okay, Mom, I'll go get the Halloween decorations, I groaned. As I walked down to the spider-inhabited basement, I heard the creak of the stairs, and then the lights flickered on. 
I rummaged through the boxes until I finally found the box filled with the plastic Halloween decorations. Before I could pick them up, I looked behind me because I heard someone walking towards me. There stood a figure. It had a horrible, grotesque face, humongous fangs, and big eyes that looked dark red with a murderous grin. Oh no, I screamed. It's my dad. Hey, have you seen my pliers? Hi, this is Liv's Candy Review. I'm going to try three different candies and then tell you what I think about them. Today I'm trying Hershey's Miniatures. Oh yeah. The first one I'm trying is the Mr. Good Bar. Mr. Good Bar. It like comes in a yellow package and like green thingies, like green parts on the side and there's a cute little penguin. I love penguins. It tastes kind of crunchy. Yummy. It tastes really, really crunchy with... The crunchy stuff is like peanuts. I love peanuts. There's peanuts in this. This is like, it's super, there's so many peanuts in it, and it's like super crunchy. It's all these peanuts. And I love, love the peanuts in it. Does it have peanuts? It's like super, super good. I recommend it to anyone. The next one is Crackle. Crackle. It looks super like, there's like bumps all over it, and like, it's, and it says, mint a little and it has like rice crispy in it tastes like rice crispy really i really like it i don't like it i love it it's so good and it's super super soft like the it's and it's super it's super soft and crunchy the next one is tar- called dark chocolate special dark it has like this golden part of the wrapper on the sides and the front is mostly just um, like brownish pinkish and it tastes like it just tastes like plain chocolate but dark I love chocolate it just tastes like plain chocolate yummy really it just tastes like plain chocolate doesn't taste like the other ones I just tried just tastes like just chocolate chocolate it's a bitter chocolatey mostly but it's not that bittery it's pretty bittery but not that much out of the three i tried my favorite was crackle crackle because it was super good between i love the dark chocolate and it was super super crunchy and i loved it it was so good with the rice crispy part that was my favorite part of it. So I re- recommend to all of my listeners would try Crackle. But remember, candy should only be eaten on special occasions. Because you'll give a caddy. Because <laughs> you eat too much candy. Daily quotes by Merrick. Daily quotes by Merrick. Hello, I am Merrick, and this is your positive quote for the day.
keep your face to the sunshine and you cannot see a shadow. Helen Keller. I think that this means to focus on the positive and not the bad. Don't dwell on it. Keep your mind on the good moments. Things might be bad today, but tomorrow's another day. Roger, zero J, and I feel fine. What did one plate say to the other? Dinner's on me. Why did the student eat his homework? Why? Because his teacher told him it was a piece of cake. <laughs> when you look for something, why is it always in the last place you look? Because when you find it, you stop looking. Why does a seagull fly over the sea? Because if it flew over the bay, it would be a bagel. <laughs> why did the superhero flush the toilet? Because it was his duty. What creature is smarter than a talking parrot? A spelling bee. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Where do you learn to make a banana split? At Sunday school. Knock, knock. Who's there? Cow says. Cow says who? No, silly. A cow says moo. Uh. Why did the math book have so many problems? <laughs> Because it was sad. <laughs> the story of Jack and the Beanstalk. Once upon a time, in a land far, far away, there was a little boy named Jack. He lived on a farm, and he was very, very poor. I'm so poor. So poor that he was always hungry. Starving. Okay, we got it, Jack. I want a cheeseburger. May I continue, please? Thank you. One day, Jack's mother came to him and said, Jack, I need you to take this cow into town and sell it so that we can have money for food. Jack agreed, and off to town he went. It's a little scary here. Jack and his cow walked along the forest path. After a while of walking, Jack saw an old man. Huh, an old man. He was wearing long, dark robes and looked a little like a wizard. Cool. Jack became a little frightened when the old man approached. Frightened? I'm terrified. Hello, young man. I see you have a cow there. Would you be willing to sell me that cow? I'm supposed to take this cow to town. To sell for money so we can get food. <laughs> but I'll give you something much better than money. I'll give you three magic beans. Whoa. From the old man's long robe, his long white hand opened up. And in the palm of his hand were three shiny beans. Shiny. They glittered in the moonlight. Jack was blown away. I'm totally blown away. Those are awesome. Jack sold the cow for three magic beans and then walked straight back home. When Jack's mother saw what he had gotten for the cow, three magic beans, she was furious. She took the three beans from his hand and threw them out the window and then sent him to bed 
without any supper. I'm never going to get that cheeseburger. The next morning when Jack awoke, he looked out his window, and to his surprise, he saw a giant beanstalk. Holy beanstalk! He was blown away. Holy bean! Yeah, okay, we get it. So he decided to climb to the top of the beanstalk. And this beanstalk was no ordinary beanstalk. It reached past the clouds, through the clouds, above the clouds. He started to climb. He climbed so high he could no longer even see the top of his house. And then he hit his head. Ow! On a rock. A rock? He climbed on top of the rock, and the rock became land, and land became a field. He was standing in a meadow in the sky. He looked across the field, and in the distance he saw something so amazing. He saw a giant castle. Holy cannoli! He walked up to the front door of the castle which had to have been at least 50 feet tall. Maybe taller. He thought about knocking, and then he thought, no. No way. I don't want anyone to come to this door that's that big. So he climbed underneath the door, and what he saw inside was amazing. Amazing. It was the inside of a giant palace. There was a giant couch in the living room and a giant flat screen TV. He looked over into the kitchen, which was an open concept. There was a giant granite island, a giant stainless steel refrigerator, and one of those really fancy Bosch dishwashers. But it was giant. We get it, it was giant. Jack climbed up on the table, and it was covered with a spread of giant food. Now you're talking. Peas the size of bowling balls. There was a loaf of bread the size of a school bus. Delicious. And a big stick of butter that was as big as Jack's bed. Jack was so hungry. Famished. He tore a piece of bread off and a handful of butter and slathered it all over. And he took a bite. Delicioso. He then walked over to a piece of cherry pie. He grabbed the cherry out. It was the size of a bowling ball and twice as heavy, but he took a bite anyway. I'm gonna need a Tums. Then out of nowhere, he heard someone coming. Someone very, very big. Someone's coming and they sound big. Into the room walked an enormous giant. He must have been 50 feet tall and terrifying looking. And he spoke with a peculiar accent. Oh, fee fi for fam I smell the blood of an Englishman, but I don't see him, so I guess I'll just uh, eat some food. Oh no, I gotta hide. Jack hid behind the giant stick of butter. He laid down so the giant couldn't see him. But the giant picked up a butter knife and started to butter his bread. The knife almost sliced through Jack's shoes. That was a close one. Oh, this butter smells like an Englishman. Oh, it upsets me so much. I think I'll get my magic harp and my magic hen that lays the golden eggs. Did he say golden eggs? The giant got up and grabbed a magic harp about Jack's size. 
and it began to play its own song and to sing. And then he grabbed a hen and laid the hen on the table. The hen looked at Jack, hidden behind the butter, and Jack looked back. Don't say a word. And then the giant said, Lay me an egg, would you, my little golden egg-laying hen? And the hen did just that. Out of the hen popped a golden egg that rolled right beside the stick of butter. Holy gold. And then the giant said, Oh, that is beautiful. Could you lay me one more, please? Yeah, send it my way. And it laid a second golden egg. Jack, he was about to lose his mind. I'm gonna lose my mind. Jack, without even thinking, grabbed the hen and grabbed the two golden eggs. And just for good measure, he went ahead and snatched the harp. And he ran as fast as he could and jumped off the table. But the giant saw everything. Zutelor, you're stealing my hen and my magic harp. Come here, you silly Englishman. I will smish you with my finger. You have to catch me, weirdo. Jack ran as fast as he could. He slid underneath the door and started running back for the beanstalk. He ran, he ran, he ran, with the giant chasing behind him. Eat my dust. Fee a fa fo fam. I smell the blood of an Englishman. Be he alive or be he dead, I'll grind his bones to make my croissant. Jack ran to the beanstalk, and he started to climb down, with the chicken in one arm and the harp in the other. It was tough. It was really tough. But he was doing it as quickly as he could, but the giant was chasing right behind him. Come here, you silly Englishman! I will get you! No, you won't! Jack got to the bottom of the beanstalk, and quickly he grabbed an axe, and he started chopping away. Chop! 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 Okay, chop. look, I'm gonna say it. Chop! Chop! And down came the beanstalk, giant and all. It made such a sound, well, it sounded like an explosion. And that was the end of the giant. And Jack was suddenly a rich man. I'm rich! With a hen that laid golden eggs all day, and a harp that would sing to him and his mother. His mother was also happy, because they could finally eat a decent meal. Mom, we're going to the Olive Garden. I'm not quite sure what the moral of this story is. I guess it is, if you steal from someone, make sure you chop down the tree that they're chasing you in. Good luck with that. This is Kids for Kids Radio. Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed. A podcast for kids made by kids. For kids to be exact. Merrick, Reese, Jake, and Liv. And y'all. We also have a little brother named Shaw, but he can't really talk that great. Shaw. <laughs> Our show has stories, jokes, science, philosophy, and practical advice for fellow kiddos living in the digital world. But mostly it's just funny. Enjoy the show! I love stories.